Hello, Switches. Welcome back to Recap Madness Podcast, a podcast about TV by people who love TV. I am Chara, and I'm here with Mel and Crystal. Hello. And we have bad news today. We are wrapping up our recap of season three of Motherland Fort Salem, which is also the series finale. Sigh. So not good times, but we're gonna we're gonna do this one a little differently from how we normally do. I have no notes, none. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna freestyle this. <laughs> wiki wiki wiki. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just dive right into it. I was not happy. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't, I was like, I saw what they did and I appreciated the effort, but it just didn't land. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'm just, there are some moments that are just like, why? (laughs) What was the reason? I mean, it wasn't like Game of Thrones level of that. No. No. It was just disappointing because it was... Everything happened so quickly. Everything yeah. has happened so quickly. And I feel like they introduced so many new things in this episode. And we should be wrapping things up instead. And new things that I want to know more about. And I'll never know more about that because now the series is over. And now mm-hmm. I'm just upset about it. Yeah, yeah, I think the gym stuff. I mean, I felt like, yeah, they were definitely teasing the gym stuff. They've always done that, um, but I just wish they would have had a, a heavier hand with it, um, like Jen being, you know, because you knew that she was, you know, very powerful, and they kept referring back to her, so I knew she was insignificant, but the fact that, you know, her significance doesn't come to a head till the final episode, and then it's just like, almost like a deus ex machina. Yeah. Not, not completely, but it's definitely just like a, oh, by the way, did you know, you know, we we searched all over the world for these songs and you know and and did you know you know it and then it's like she knows um um Abigail knows it automatically it's just weird it was weird it was yeah. weird I found the whole first thing first song thing weird from the beginning it just seemed like such an afterthought yeah because we had never heard anything about a first song for like two seasons and then yeah. oh this first song is really really important exactly it's like they needed something for alder to do when she came back to life but there was no groundwork that had been laid for her whole mission yeah it just kind of came out of nowhere and just never made a whole lot of sense to me and still doesn't after this episode so because like they established that the camaria were the big bad from the end of the first season yep hell does the first song have to do with Camarilla? Right. Like it I like like it should have been something <clears throat> I wish they would have figured out some like because they did a lot of lore building in that first season. They did a lot of great lore building. And I feel I wish they would have like pulled a little bit at the strings of whatever, you know, like just even like a throwaway from the first season. You know, some little thing that was said as opposed to just inventing a brand new thing that is supposed to solve everything 
except yeah, it doesn't like, always say how it solved back. everything. Oh, what were you saying? Sorry. Sorry, I was like, it didn't really explain how it solved everything. No, right. everything was hand <laughs> <laughs> A thing went around the world, but we don't know what that thing is or what it does. Like, I don't and, know. And okay, maybe I'm like, okay, so you may be able to explain this to me. What? Okay. Riel and the witch bomb. I kind of don't even like. I like as much as they talked about it. I don't understand why. Like, I thought the witch bomb was a thing that the Camarilla created, like in their labs, to hurt witches. Then all of a sudden, Riel is the witch bomb, and she's destined to go off like a bomb. I don't get it. What was that? So the witch bomb thing came from the end of season one. Uh Rail and Abigail come back to life. Oh, so yeah. Okay. That's the witch bomb thing. And the thing that Camarilla created is the witch plague. Got it. Okay. So why is... Okay. So she's the witch bomb. How did she get to be the witch? Did they ever explain that part? I get... They never really explained it, but I'm going to assume it's from that time she touched the mother. Oh, yeah. But like, okay. why did the mother let her touch it and nobody else? Right. Like, that's the part that needs to be explained. Got it. Oh, yeah, and she was going to be the um, a big weapon and da-da-da. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> but we still don't know why the mother let Rael touch it and nobody else can do that. <laughs> so we still don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know why Rael's the wish bomb. No, yeah. no explanation for that. No, no deep explanation for that. That makes sense. <laughs> on our long list of unanswered questions that's at the top you know I, like things were going so out of everything that I expected that I I thought for a minute when that golden bubble surrounded the earth like a meteorite was going to come and hit the earth and it was going to prevent it from <laughs> I was like maybe this is it <laughs> which is too far-fetched because like so much happened in this episode that didn't really make any sense that I'm like <laughs> it could have been a meteorite I honestly would have preferred the hard reset of the earth <laughs> you know okay so maybe okay so this is I will say I didn't mind it's kind of it actually the ending ending almost felt like a fic like an AO3 fic and I would like really enjoy it if it were that like it was just kind of like all right the end everything is fine we are all like everybody's a witch and you and they're the goddesses like that's kind of cool like I don't know I like I kind of there's something kind of sweet about that but um the fact that they didn't have to show anything beyond that um it was kind of like yeah we could do whatever because we don't have to show it and it's like, we don't have, you know, it's just like, we're going to tell you that everybody becomes a witch and they're going to become goddesses. And it's like, okay, you know, it's just almost like a fairy tale. Yeah, like, I feel like that ending would be great if there was some kind of continuation of it, but that's not what we're getting. So Yeah, it's just like, you know, just take our word for it, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> so instead, it's kind of a throwaway, like the whole earth and sky thing that I guess only meant something when they were blowing up that chemical plant child and it's like it, it, it's it was supposed to be the the um joining of her and um 
oh my god what's his name adele adele but then it seemed like it was almost a reference to um to Jim too like that's because she had command over earth and sky so it was like I don't know, child. They was all over the place with this. The power was in Abigail all along. All along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You said, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. That's where I was. a witch. That brings up so many problems. <laughs> it's just like, now what? <laughs> right. Everybody's a witch, so now what? And you know, it would be fun. Like it would be like, this would be a great preamble to a, like a, a high fantasy story, a futuristic high fantasy story. Like that would be friggin' great. Like what does this world looks like in a hundred years if everybody's a witch? And why did that make everybody a witch? Why did the marriage of the witch bomb and the first song make everybody a witch? Like, so and I may be completely wrong about this, but I interpreted it as when she said that was that like it awakened everyone as a witch. Like everyone is actually descended from those six original witches. Mm. So it just like awakened them as witches. I don't, that's what I got from it, but that might not be. So it's like Buffy when she awakened all the potential. (laughs) Oh, but that was like, (laughs) That was that was historical television right there when every all them girls awakened. Ah! I still get chills thinking about that scene, but oh, <laughs> I digress. Um, the, you actually got to see the girls awaken. <laughs> yes, right. and you were so deeply like they stuck to the lore. Like that was came from the depths of the lore. Like you, if you watch Buffy and you like Buffy, that scene was going to affect you no matter what. And it made sense. It made, it perfect, made sense perfect sense in the history mm-hmm. of the show. Like it made absolute sense. Yes. This does not to me because this like, okay, let's say that. So Alder's point was that even the Camarilla are witches now. So what do they do? They go, they hate witches. So they, did they all go jump off a bridge? Like, how does this change things? You attack the other witches for like, what you've done this, uh, this blasphemy to me. Like you've, you've turned me into one of you. But the other thing is witches literally have different, uh, ass- what is it? Um, voice boxes. What is that called? <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, their throats are actually uh-huh. set up differently. Like they're physically different from humans. So it's kind of like, or like, I mean, they're all human, but like it's from other humans. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just like, it. <sighs> Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Hearst was willing to like implant himself with a witch voice box to mm-hmm. get their powers. How do you know the Camarilla isn't just going to use their newfound powers to like subjugate everybody else now? Yes, exactly. That's exactly what would happen. It would be crazy. It would be chaos. Yeah, there would definitely be a time of chaos. Like, not saying that it can't get under control, but there would definitely be a time of like bloody chaos. Yeah, because I don't think for a second that the Cambria would just accept it and give up and say, "Okay, we're witches now." So cool. Exactly. Oh, while we're on the the parts we don't like about this, let's let's get right to it. (laughs) (laughs) Anacostia. Oh God. No. I was like, you bastards. <laughs> of all the people. Why? 
like gives this beautiful I knew it was over for her like the second she gave that speech to the Bellwether unit telling them all how great they were and how proud she was I was like oh they're gonna kill her you know I I was I I usually can pick up on stuff like that but I didn't I I knew it when like I was just like you mean to tell me like all the all the times that all these like side characters were like um you know about to get it (laughs) about to buy the farm I was like oh please don't I would have lost all of them to keep <laughs> Acostia. I was just thinking, like, because, like, when she first died, I started crying. Then I was like, maybe she's going to come back after that wish bomb nonsense. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for, but and no. And when she didn't, started crying all over again. And I'm like, oh. the only people who have died and stayed dead have been exactly. and Anacostia. <laughs> exactly. And Libba. And Libba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Libba. <laughs> and it was so, it was just such a pointless death. Like, it made no difference in the outcome of the story. Because like, it was Anacostia, Gregorio, Sterling, and Petra standing there. None of them were needed for the finale. Nope. Like, none of them were crucial to the witch bomb. Exactly. So it was just an absolutely unnecessary death with zero payoff. They all got sad for like a scene and a half and then <laughs> we're back on it. I would say Gregorio was necessary because he kept like holding off the troops so they could do their thing. But like he was somewhat necessary, but I feel like if he had died, Anacostia would have been in that position. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have been more believable that she could hold off all those troops. I feel like they just felt like they had to kill somebody and they knew everybody loves Anacostia. Absolutely pointless. Because <laughs> like, Aldo was going to have to go at the end anyway. Like, that right. was good enough. But, like, Aldo already died, so you can't kill her again. It doesn't really make any sense, I guess. Or, it, like, her death wouldn't have as much of an impact. Because she already had her big death. Yeah. I think everybody, like, they were just like, who would have the most, who among the non-main three would have the most uh, impact? And they picked her, and I'm just over it. The non-main three and their significant others. Right. Worst moment in the show for me. And then I remember, like, a couple episodes ago, I was like, if they kill Rael or so, I'll be so mad. (laughs) And I'm like, and I was watching this episode. I was like, I was worried about the wrong people. (laughs) (laughs) They just made it look like they were going to die. And then they didn't. Scylla and Adil were okay. And we still don't even know if Abigail is pregnant. No idea. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. They made such a big deal out of that for like an episode. (laughs) So another thing we'll never get an answer to. I'm still hoping they have like a book series or something. It needs something. Because this was just a very unsatisfying ending for me. It was. I told, <laughs> I like tweeted, um, uh, oh my God, what's this called? Um, the oh, Dark Horse. I was like, can y'all make some uh, books <laughs> out of this? Out of Motherland for Salem. <laughs> Because I'm just like I need I need something 
And I just and like pretend that this last episode didn't happen. Just continue the story, you know, from episode, you know, the episode before it or the one before that one and just change everything so that it can, you know, not saying that these plot points wouldn't eventually have some resonance and be cool. Because after, you know, seven seasons, if we get to the point where, you know, they make everybody um, a witch and then become goddesses, maybe it'll feel earned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Just this was whack, unfortunately. Yeah. I will say that was the one good thing about this episode was that it left it in a good place for continuation if that mm-hmm. were to happen but it felt yeah. unsatisfying because at this point we don't really have any hope of continuation if yeah. that makes sense yes absolutely and also i think that um you know i just want to kind of give props and shout outs to the all the creatives that worked on it because this is not me saying that this was a creative failure like this is they did the best with what they had they were in a really bad situation they were getting canceled one of their main actresses was hurt in an accident um we were just talking about how um you know uh wade um uh was on another show so you know like all the things that they had to deal with um you know, this is what they were able to, you know, accomplish. And I'm not, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying it just didn't work for me. Yeah, absolutely. Like my criticism is of this is not with the show or with the writers. Like they did the best they could in the time frame they had and with what they had. Yeah. It's more of a criticism of the network for not giving it a chance to grow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Like well, freeform can choke. More season. Yeah. They needed at least another season. Two would have been better. Like I feel like five seasons, it's a good that's a good run. Yeah. Yep. But no, Freeform wants to keep Gronish on the air. Ugh. Mind you, I've never about, watched it, so um, it might be very good. I'm 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 being <laughs> I have watched it, it's terrible. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Love Yara Shahidi, thinks she's great. That show is horrible. <laughs> we didn't talk about um, Penelope getting her revenge. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good parts that of it. That was a good thing. That was a good thing. It was, was weird. I was set up, but it was a good thing. <laughs> oh, and then the other good thing, which leads to the Penelope thing, is Isadora was still alive. Yes. How? I weird. don't know. I don't. <laughs> Who healed her? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember a lot she, of blood. she probably healed herself because isn't that her thing she might have remember, remember she you know saying that i mean i don't i don't get it, it doesn't matter i guess because they do everything they did off screen i guess it just doesn't matter just hand waving but the thing that was crazy to me was i definitely would have gotten i would have definitely um accepted a isadora um dying over um over um Anacostia. But the other thing is, why would they make her serve them food? Like, it was just one of those things where it's like, that's stupid. Like, you just attacked this woman. You attacked her land. And now you made her your, even if you're going to make her your your servant or whatever, why would you let her near your food? That is crazy. Although it tracks with the direction they had been going in, like, with this season and, like, having it be so similar to the real world and what happened during slavery times. 
yeah. <laughs> like enslaved people cook their food. Exactly. Yeah. Not smart. <laughs> not but smart at all. This is another yeah. way to demean them. Yeah. And it's like they think like Hearst thinks he has everything so in control. There's nothing she could possibly do to hurt him. Mm-hmm. And he I mean, was he didn't absolutely see this wrong. At all. That was a very satisfying moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very <like> gloopy. <laughs> it was like boom, boom, boom. This tea tastes weird. <laughs> and he was like, it's bitter. I was like, and you didn't think that was poison? Hello? <laughs> He's a necro. Right. Isn't yeah, that usually the first sign of poison? That, you know, Hurst is not that bright. <laughs> so that was very satisfying for me. And then Penelope taking her dad out was even better. And she's like, was it worth it? <laughs> and then we never know uh, what happens to her after that. I figured they were all, it was just death. All of them died together, right? Or no? Penelope too? I don't know. I feel like she's finally at peace now. Yeah. I'm just Maybe so. I thought that, that was them all dying in <laughs> one big gloppy mess. <laughs> she kept falling apart before, so I just assumed she might come back together at some point, but maybe not. Well, you know, in that Dark Horse um, you know, media tie-in, well maybe she'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so funny because everybody had to watch that on TV. <laughs> that's the funny part. Oh, that's right. They were recording. <laughs> For that, because he was all like, Wayne was my mentor and she taught me so much. And here comes Penelope. He's like, oh, no. I didn't think he would hurt you. And I guess that's my other question. How did he still have control of the airwaves when Wade was reinstated? <laughs> child who like yeah who who signed off on that <laughs> and like he's not president anymore so how does he just get to do a nationwide broadcast just the Cameron charge like, yeah he just like busted out of is there no manhunt for him right like he broke out of prison <laughs> and where is Kara that's oh a my question. god right where is she? She just disappeared. I guess they couldn't get the actress. Maybe not. They could have explained where she went. They hey, were like vague about it. Yes. Silver asked about her and then Hearst was just like, eh, she's not coming. Like, that was it. I mean, so like the army is witches, but like the CIA, the FBI, shouldn't those be normal people? And shouldn't they have been in charge of Silver's um little arrest that would have made more sense but i guess our takeaway is that he the camaria has infiltrated all those other agencies i, I have no idea yeah it happened way too quickly <laughs> who knows really this is why we need like those two extra seasons so this could actually mm-hmm. build up right like don't make me write fan fiction i don't want to so <laughs> And it's not, I feel like it's not popular enough to have its own, like, you know, if I went on AO3, I probably won't find what I'm looking for. Like, there's stuff, but, you know, it's mostly about Rael and Scylla. 
yeah, I don't want that. I want more story. <laughs> yeah. I want ensemble fiction. Like, I need everybody's story. And exactly. know what's going on with everybody. Exactly. And I don't want to be the person to write it. No, no, not at all. Not that kind of time. I don't. <laughs> I can't write that much and not be paid for it. <laughs> no, free writing is over. <laughs> I've got a like one shot in me every now and then, like every five <laughs> years or so. <laughs> it is that time. The sun has reached its zenith. It's yeah. time for me to write a fic. Like, oh, it's been five years. Let me get off this Jurassic World one shot. Um, <laughs> well, another good moment that I did like was like Alder and Nicta's kind of final conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that she turned back into who she was. I really loved how I really loved Nicta's arc. Like, you know, overall, this whole time, like, you know, her finding herself and like there was almost this like bashfulness in her towards the end where it's just like, you know, I'm, I, you know, she was this avenging angel of justice before. And then once that, you know, she realized, wow, I, I kind of contributed to the hatred of witches and I need to like do something different. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just really, I liked watching this the whole time. That was nice. Yeah. I like that she really comes to an understanding about her place in all of this at the end. Yep. And she's regretful over it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Both actresses did an excellent job with her. Yeah. So like she had a satisfying kind of wrap to her storyline. Mm-hmm. That that was a good good place to end with Nicta. And I feel like Alder's storyline wrapped really well. Yep. I agree. Just, just having her give that speech to them on the plane at the end and then just turn to spores or whatever she turned into. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, definitely. Because it kind of started with her and them when they first came to Fort Salem. Like, that's the first thing that happens is Alder is giving the speech to the new cadets. Yeah. And at the end, it's her, like, saying her goodbye to them. Yeah. And saying like, this is, you know, it's a totally different world and y'all are, y'all are inheriting it now. Yeah, definitely a great way to um, send off Alder. And just in general, like, I'm very glad that, and I'm glad that um, Adil and, um, and uh, Scylla were not a part of that final, like, I, I love that it was the, the main three, like those, those are the girls that started this and they're ending it together. So that part of it, I'm I'm all the way on on board for. I loved that. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. Nice bookends. That was yeah. that was good. I feel like I, the only part. Oh, go ahead, man. Sorry, I was gonna be like, I did think Adele was gonna die when he was like, Oh, I wanna go see the ocean. I was like, Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> well, there he goes. <laughs> yeah, I was concerned when he said that. I'm like, oh, are they gonna kill Anacostia and Adele too? Like it's concerning me. Yeah, I I thought that too. Like that line is so funny that all three of us was oh that that particular line and how he said it did seem like oh this is over for him. I'm still not sure why he got sick. Cause was it because he was standing so close to rail? Yeah, I think so. 
It was the two that were holding her up, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. They were just standing too close. What else happened in this episode? Um, <laughs> um Yeah, I think that was that's pretty much it. Like it was just a lot of running around and first song stuff. They did explain that most of the troops were in the session, which I don't understand why. But like, okay. <laughs> like yeah, that. like I would have thought that like once President Wade got reinstated and they caught Silver up and all this Camarilla stuff, that the troops would have just come back to Fort Salem to reinforce that. Which makes the wedding even more of a bad idea because you took the rest of the troops that were at Fort Salem to Virginia for a wedding. Right. Just leaving things kind of wide open. (laughs) With enemies at large. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, I mean, overall, of course, the series was excellent, like, starting from season one. Yeah. But this season, yeah, I just feel like it was very rushed. But, you know, we got as, I guess, as good of a resolution as we could get considering the circumstances exactly so it was it was disappointing but you know not horrible (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) disappointing but not horrible ringing endorsement i'm sure i've seen worse (laughs) exactly much much worse i mean at least they got to end it on their own terms yeah yeah but definitely sad to see it go because you know who knows when we'll get this kind of representation again, if ever. Right. With the complexity. It's not because my thing is like, it's never just the representation. It also has to be like really good and like well thought out. Like, you know, and even sometimes it don't even have to be all that. It's just something where some, it just has to have a spark. And I just, I want, and this one was unique in that it had, all those things and it was just really really well thought out and i'm really bummed that we miss we're missing out on it yeah yeah so i hope i'm begging every other network (laughs) please pick it up (laughs) somebody take it over because we need more i feel like the networks that would take it over are currently in like really dire straits right now yeah (laughs) yeah Netflix, I don't trust. <laughs> Netflix would have canceled it season one. Yeah, I have no trust in Netflix. HBO Max is in shambles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so CW I, is in shambles. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, guess we, I guess when you think about it, I guess we should be happy we got what we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah considering the state of things everywhere yeah i guess so anybody got money for a web series like (laughs) maybe that's an option i don't know but yeah that wraps up our recap of motherland fort salem the entire series so uh hit us up on twitter or instagram let us know what you want us to cover next because we don't have any plans at this point (laughs) we're free and clear (laughs) we are open to ideas 
you can shoot those over to us on twitter or instagram at it's recap madness or by email at recap madness at gmail.com we'll see you at some point with another season covering another show bye bye